Hi, this is Paul De La Garza with High Performance Business Solutions, and I'm bringing you the second installment of the Mindset Series. In the last installment, you heard me talk about self-talk and the power of self-talk and the things that we say ourselves to ourselves are going to have a direct impact upon our self-esteem and our behavior. You have also heard me say that it's extremely important for us to make sure that we have a dialogue that is really proactively positive, things that we can build upon so that we can have direct impact upon our behavior and as a result of our results. If you have not actually dialed into the last installment, I want to ask you to put this on pause for a moment, put it on hold and go back to the first installment where we talked about self-talk. I think that if you do that and you invest another five, seven minutes, which is really what it's going to take for you to listen to that one, you will have a much better connection to this installment and this presentation will make a great deal more sense for you. So let's talk about self-esteem and what that really means. Self-esteem is mostly based on recognition of the innate things that you have within you, the innate capacities, qualities, values that over time we have slowly and systematically covered and really because of fears and a number of other things, we have preempted those wonderful qualities. Now, it doesn't mean that you should uh, start in a sense, a self-promotion mindset that you think that anytime that you walk into a room that the people in that room should be graced by your presence. No, that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is the recognition of those innate qualities that as you begin to recognize and validate them and discover them, they will have a direct impact, not only upon the moment and the situations in which you find yourself, they're gonna have a direct impact upon your life. The fact is that we are the ones that are gonna be responsible always for creating the reality that we face every day. We do that through our mindset, we do that through our behavior. You have probably heard me say in times past that we basically train other people how to treat us. And typically we do that through the behavior that we display and that behavior has its root in how we see ourselves, our self-esteem, and that has its root on what we're saying to ourselves mentally. Clearly there will be situations in which you're gonna find yourself powerless to control the situation in which you're in. Things that you have completely no control over. You cannot influence them, you cannot control them. What you can do, however, is control how you respond. And here's the challenge. You can either respond as a victim, oh, what was me, how, how could this happen to me, or as an individual who's empowered by the recognition of the things that you have internally. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I know that there are certain things that are out of my control. I will not be bothered by that. I'm going to focus on the things that I can't control. And that is clearly the challenge and the decision and choice you have to make. So if you do not choose to respond with empowerment and then of course you're going to default on responding as a victim be careful and here's one clarification i want to make a victim is the one that when faced with a situation they feel and declare themselves to be powerless and predominantly because of self-talk the key thing here is to really challenge yourself by asking a question the question is am i powerless in this situation i'm facing something and yet do i not have the resources to be able to do this or am I investing energy in areas that I cannot influence 
Do I need to be focusing on the things that I can influence? And making that distinction is going to start building your self-esteem and your self-awareness, your self if you will. There's a particular saying that I really like that I think is very meaningful to most of us. Basically, it says, limitation begins when vision ends. So now let's think about what the vision is. Vision essentially is a sense of self, self-awareness that you have the innate qualities, although they may not be readily apparent, but that you know that you have the innate qualities to deal with the situation that you're facing. This is the critical situation. You constantly have to ask yourself, if I am facing with this, this situation, don't I have the necessary qualities to be able to deal with it successfully? And the answer to that is, Yes, you do. I think also it's important for you to ensure that you are aware of what self-awareness is. You know, self-awareness is completely devoid of any kind of ego-based emotions. Anger, fear, resentment, contempt. It doesn't have anything to do with any of that. Self-awareness is truly focusing on being completely comfortable in your own skin with the things that you do have and being okay with that. But recognizing that within you, there are a number of innate skills and values and qualities that will enable you to deal with just about any situation that you face. I would like to tell you a story that exemplifies the very essence of self-esteem. Uh, back in 1957, there were a number of Buddhist monks that um, had to relocate a beautiful statue of Buddha and as they were lifting it, they saw that it started to crack. So they put it immediately down and to add to the challenge, it started to rain. And this rain just simply created uh, a, a significant challenge in terms of the, the, the structure and the, the integrity of the entire statue. Well, they put it down and later on, one of the head monks went ahead and started to look and check uh, the statue and they noticed that there was a crack in the statue. Interestingly enough, when he donned and placed a flashlight on the statue, he noticed that there was a reflection that was coming back to the individual. He took a chisel and a hammer and started to gently uh, tap onto these, this, this structure and this, this, this crack only to find out that underneath that Buddha structure, there was a solid gold statue of Buddha. As it turned out, several hundred years prior to that, there were a number of monks that were trying to protect this statue from actually uh, being ravaged, if you will, by some of the military forces of the era of the age. And they wanted to protect the statue by building another statue of Buddha on top, but that was just made out of clay. So what does that say to us? Essentially, it should be a reminder that if we start chiseling away from some of the things, the clay of anger, the clay of contempt, the clay of fear, we will find some extraordinary, untarnished, resilient, and shiny gold the things of which we are really made out of. Please consider that. So here are three steps 
of things that you could actually do to begin rebuilding your self-esteem. The first one I would say to you is go back and examine some of the key, most painful situations that you may find, find yourself in. Maybe when you were young and you were a child or, or 9, 10, 11, which by the way, these are the, the, the ages in which we start formulating our sense of self. And if there was one situation in which you feel that there is a painful exchange, go back and choose to release and forgive the people that you felt were creating a negative sense of self and release them. Let them go, forgive them, forgive them and forgive yourself. The second step is focus on providing value to the people that surround you. Bob Berg, who wrote a book called The Go-Giver, included five laws of success. And one of them was your worth, your true worth is based on how much you bring in value than you collect in payment. So imagine that every time that you engage with any group of people or at, with, with an individual, that you focus on providing an element of value, maybe through your advice, through your service, through your product, or just simply through your presence where you validate people. I want you to know that this really comes right back to you. There's a saying within St. Francis' prayer that says, for it is in giving that we receive. I have proven this to be true over and over again throughout my life. And the third step that I would do is a little bit abstract, but I think nonetheless very powerful. Please choose to eliminate the drama within your life. So what does that mean exactly? Drama typically is a product of ego, where you choose to be offended, you take things personally, you really invest energies where you should not invest energies. Be very cognizant of your here and now. And when you find yourself in a situation that under normal circumstances, anyone else would respond by uh, being hurt or trying to respond in a greater than thou situation or for you to be offended, choose not to do that. Choose to say, you know what, I'm going to choose not to take things personally. I'm going to choose not to be offended. I'm going to choose not to be hurt. And this is a strengthening of your character and of your inner self, your self-esteem that will serve you very well. As you do these things, here's what's gonna happen. These are the steps that you will use as a chisel and hammer to begin to do away with the clay and find the true gold within it. Take care, be well. This is Paul De La Garza. We'll see you next time when we start talking about behaviors.